0: everybody
1: do it. Is getting pale. hope you're feeling all right today it is wednesday october veil. the 19th we got a couple of hours ahead here on the workday zone. we got a lot of stuff to talk about so might as well breeze through the intro here and start throwing out headlines and questions and everything else but of course i'm to get through the introduction first thanks for tuning in with us today on the ticket radio network all over your radio dial and also online at 95.3 theticket.com take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. And of course, if you want to shout at us today, the Right Fiber Hotline is open at 870 930 3776. And we also always welcome your feedback on social media slash the ticket radio and on Twitter, where I am already rethinking today's poll question at Kara underscore Richie. You can find it by using the hashtag WDRZ, you bunch of homers. I'm probably going to have to call it Audible. I am Cameron (laughs) Ritchie. I'm joined in studio for hour one by Keith Merritt.
2: To quote the great late Joe Cocker, feeling all right. All right. Uh Uh-huh. Not feeling too good myself. There you go. Uh Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> also across the glass from us today, I think uh, I think he's got everything figured out. as producer Ryan James? Yes, all good here. Okay, all right. So of course, you know, you walk into the studio and the first thing you see is a computer that doesn't want to operate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what any of those buttons do. It,
3: it has to happen before the show too, of of course. You yeah, know.
1: literally seconds.
3: Right as we're about to get going, but we got it figured out. We're all good.
1: We're good. We're good. Uh, so everything uh, full steam ahead here on today's workday red zone. In addition to us in the studio today, you're also going to hear some audio. Uh, for our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. So we're going to get caught up the, with what's happened the past couple days at Media Day in New Orleans. So we'll hear audio from both Arkansas State men's basketball coach Mike Bellotto here in this hour. Brought to you by David Martin, Novice Interiors. And then we'll uh, we'll hear from women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers in hour two. Some audio clips there to share with you all. So that's the game plan today as long uh, as well as... A little bit of a chit chat in the meantime. Uh, news and notes to throw your way before we dive into everything else. Just looking around. Uh, of course, uh, the big news yesterday is that A-State Johnny Lang has been named to the CBS Sports Midseason All-America team. He landed on the All-America team at the all-purpose position because he
2: makes sense. Yeah,
1: does everything. And uh, he's third nationally right now and tops in the Sunbelt Conference in all-purpose yards per game. Meanwhile, tonight, Live at the Red Wolves returns to Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Head football coach Butch Jones, as well as a special player guest, are going to answer your questions and look ahead to Saturday's Sunbelt Clash at Louisiana. Tonight's show begins at 7. You can hear it on 107.9 K-FINE. Mandatory attention members and guests. Moving on and looking elsewhere, Arkansas linebacker Drew Sanders and center Ricky Stromberg each earned a spot on the Sporting News 2022 midseason All-America team. And that was announced yesterday. Razorbacks won five teams to place multiple players on the list. And looking at tonight, Memphis Grizzlies tip off their regular season at FedEx Forum against the New York Knicks Grizzlies. Looking to build on last year's 56-win season and second-round playoff appearance. Tip off at 630, it will be. Right here on the Ticket Radio Network. I said I'm already thinking, uh, rethinking today's poll question because I just—it's just an easy over-under question. I want to know if you think the Grizzlies are going to go over or under their projected Vegas win total of 48 and a half. But it's 100% over right now. So, <laughs> whenever you have a question that is so unbalanced in the responses, you start thinking. Mm. How are we going to debate this for two hours? Now, I say debate. We There's there's plenty to talk about with these Grizzlies. Oh, uh, yeah. They're with, an
2: interesting yeah, club.
1: Looking ahead to the season. So we have we have no problems, of course, uh, just talking about this team for a good chunk of today's program, as well as just basketball in general with some A-State talk uh, coming up in both hours of the show today. But uh, I guess I just I, I wanted somebody out there to maybe argue with or something. But right now, 100% of you on board with the Grizzlies um, hitting the over uh, again last year was was a great year a year where the Grizzlies definitely exceeded expectations uh, definitely kind of arrived to the NBA postseason party not necessarily a little bit early because they had made the playoffs before but just the type of regular season that they have I think exceeded a lot of expectations except maybe what the players were thinking themselves internally
2: they got to host yeah. a play in yeah. survivor instead of being a play in survivor
1: absolutely and you think about the season with you know a handful of injuries uh, along the way especially some with jaw down the line and it's really easy to see how it, it would have been it would have been so easy for the team to take a step back instead they took a giant 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 leap forward last year and now the challenge is going to be sustaining that because you're certainly not on you're not you're as on the radar as the grizzlies have ever been as a franchise in terms of being in a national conversation and while there's not a lot of pundits out there that are ready to put them in a national championship conversation there's not a single person who's going to make a list of the most entertaining teams in the <laughs> association and not have the grizzlies in the top 3 so
2: yeah i I, I think the first power ranking I saw on the athletic had them at the brink of contention yeah
1: and I think that's fair because they are going to have a lot of big questions to answer this year and one big note is that they are going to be just a little bit hobbled to start the season uh looking at the injury report just strictly for tonight uh the big one of course is is Jaron Jackson Jr. who is not just going to be hobbled in game one but is going to miss what about the first month or so the season? That. I think yeah give or take, as he continues to recover from foot surgery. Uh, Also, just looking at specifically tonight's game against the Knicks, uh, Zaire Williams, who should be a really interesting player to watch this year, he's not going to be playing because he's dealing with some right knee soreness. Danny Green, uh, out for a while with with some knee surgery recovery as well. And then Dylan Brooks is doubtful for tonight's contest with uh, left thigh soreness. So, uh, there's a couple things going on, and, and especially the storyline there with Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be impactful for the first month of the season. And, of course, if you get off to a bad start, then that doesn't necessarily tank the over-under. But, of course, it, it impacts when you're without one of your big guys for the first month. But but other than that, you know, this team should be ready to go tonight. Uh, I forgot who all is going to be on the scene tonight at, at FedEx Forum, except for the exception of of Project Pat. I know he's going to be there, so it is going to be a... <laughs> A star-studded Memphis opener, as only Memphis does it, which I absolutely love. Uh, so that's going to be a, a well, lot of fun. Welcome
2: to Peel Street. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your money.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're going to have their plaza party. So for those of you that are you know, going to get there, get there early and, and certainly uh, have a good time of it. Uh, the game, again, is going to tip off at, at 630. It's also going to be nationally televised in addition to being here on the ticket because, again, the Grizzlies are more on the national radar than ever before as a franchise. So I think they've got I, – I feel like I looked um, at their schedule and maybe they have more nationally televised games in the first two months of the season. Than they did period last year until, of course, they got to the playoffs and, and every game was and on national, was on TV. national yeah.
2: TV. Yeah, yeah that, they're – they're not sneaking up on anybody no. this year. People know the Grizz are good. Uh, they've got, you know, development is not linear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it would be certainly reasonable to expect them to take a bit of a step back record-wise from what they accomplished last year. And then once you get in the playoffs, it's all matchups. They had a harder time with Minnesota mm-hmm. than they did with Golden State in terms of, yeah. until Ja went out yeah, 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 against I mean, Golden yeah. State. And, oh, you know, after that, you didn't have enough bullets. But Minnesota a, was a bad matchup for last year's Grizz team. What this year's Minnesota is going to be like, everybody else is going small, Minnesota is zagging, and they're going to have Towns at the four and Gobert at the five. Yeah. Okay. How's that going to work? I have no idea. Nobody else does.
1: It is going to be a fascinating year across the association. We saw a couple of games get underway last night. Uh, we'll talk about those briefly coming up later on. But, again, uh, you all have heard the question. We'll see if anybody is brave enough to take the under today, as nobody Is nobody has been on that yet. But, Again, CavanaughCars.com poll question. Will the Grizzlies go over or under their projected total of 48 and a half wins? Of course, uh, you all are welcome to chime in on the Grizzlies conversation. But when we, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little A-State football with you. Um, notes from Butch Jones Presser uh, that he had yesterday. And then also it's time to start looking a little bit at the Raging Cajuns as of course that's going to be a huge one on Saturday. So that's on the way as we continue this hour here brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, but we'll step away. Be back after this on The Ticket.
4: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data.
5: The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Super Tents. And for the last 18 years, I've been telling you that the best tent shop in the Mid-South is Super Tents in Jonesboro. And 18 years later, that statement still rings true. Super Tents is the best. So if your vehicle needs tent, take it to Super Tents. A Super Tents tent job gives you the privacy that you need. It insulates your vehicle, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. And let's be real, every vehicle looks better with tent. And this month, Super Tents is giving $5 Shadracks gift cards away with every new window tent install. And at the end of the month, one lucky Super Tents customer wins free coffee for a month from the Shadracks on Nettleton. So if your vehicle needs tent, take it to Super Tents. They've been voted best of the best. Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service. Occasions Magazine's Reader's Choice Award for Window Tent and so many more. Call for a free quote. 870-933-TENT. That's 870-933-TINT. Check them out at 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Log on to Super Tents net or find them on Facebook when you search Super Tense Jonesboro hiring other
4: AC companies can be risky aside from being unlicensed and uninsured they may not have the skills needed to get the job done correctly you can trust more air conditioning to do the job right our technicians are highly qualified background checked and expertly trained so next time forget burning the van and call more air conditioning 870 336 2023 or visit us at moreac.com you-
6: don't sell for
7: this. A few years ago, a friend of mine was going to town to have lunch with the president of a college that he supported. He was stopped for speeding, and the trooper asked for his driver's license, and Jim said, I don't have my driver's license. They're in my billfold at home. The trooper asked why his billfold was at home. He said, I'm having lunch with the college president, and the last thing you want to take with you is your billfold. Best price, best service. Glenn saying, and God bless our kids. Baxter Burnside now takes the deepest center in his card. The
8: 25th of the season. Eight. Braxton Burnside. I grew up playing softball right here in Northeast Arkansas, and now I'm so excited to work with the next generation of our local players through the XPT Training Center. My sister Heather and I opened this indoor facility to offer hitting lessons in our batting cages and fielding lessons on our full-size turf infield. And our facility is available for local teams to practice in year-round. For more information, call 870-897-3087 or visit XPT on Facebook.
3: More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount price to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman and call 870-418-0790. Hey, Jonesboro. Say goodbye to slow internet and hello to right fiber by Ritter Communications. Now expanding to neighborhoods throughout Jonesboro. Our superior 100% fiber network offers gig speed so you can go faster online than ever before. And with no contracts, no hidden fees and no installation fees, there's no reason not to switch to Right Fiber. Right now, get internet, TV and home phone from one high-speed local source, Right Fiber. Call 833-71-RIGHT or visit rightfiber.com.
4: This is your warning. You're entering the workday red zone.
1: We welcome you back into the workday red zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Ryan with you on a Wednesday. Coming up in about 15 minutes, we'll dive into some A-State hoops talk. And here in this segment of the noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, we are going to talk a little. Arkansas State uh, football with you as we get ready for Saturday. Red Wolves going to visit the Ragin' Cajuns. Of course, this one is in Lafayette. And I, I know, especially now that rosters are so different from year to year, that looking back at series history and, and series record is, is more irrelevant than it probably ever has been in the past. But at the same time, I mean, everybody who – Supports and follows A-State knows how difficult it's been for this team to go well, and get it's, wins it's in Lafayette. It's hard
2: to get wins in Lafayette. Now, it may be easier this year to get a win in Lafayette with this roster mm-hmm. before they reload, but the, cons- the same thing can be said about Arkansas State. Yeah. You know, it may maybe easier to get a win against Arkansas State before they reload. You know, the- these are two squads that are on the build you know they're not there yet
1: the interesting thing with the Cajuns is that they're they're still really good defensively there hasn't been a drop-off there offensively there has and you understand that I mean they lost multiple members of their offensive line they lost a couple running backs that went and joined. Either Billy Napier went and, and took other P5 opportunities. They lost a lot of impact players to the portal. So they're having to replace replace a lot of production. And the players where they didn't lose the places, where they did not lose players to the portal, they also had some big departures for, from graduation. So just some big, big, big shoes to fill on offense that, that have really impacted them. But you know, I thought it was interesting last night. I did um, like a, a video Q and A thing with with the guys from Ragan Review, and I feel like every A State story I told, they're like, "Oh, that's us. That's us. <laughs> like we're going we're going through the same thing. injuries. Oh, that's us. Offensive line getting working through some issues on the offensive line. Oh, that's us. Not being able to close out games that well. Oh, that's us. So I don't know what to expect." Uh, coming up on on Saturday with uh, so many teams that have have so much in common, but it'll
2: be close in the fourth quarter, yeah. And the team that makes the play yeah. of the game, and will we know when it comes up? No, we won't know until after it's over. But the team that makes the plays in the fourth quarter will win the game.
1: Went and listened. Comfort. Went and listened earlier today to to you know Butch Jones' press conference, and I didn't want to necessarily uh you guys any audio from that today because we're going to be so basketball audio heavy due to due to Sunbelt Media Day so I didn't just constantly want to bar- bombard everybody with audio segment after audio segment after audio segment but I did jot down some notes first off Butch Jones gave nearly a 12 minute opening statement and that is a little bit of an anomaly by itself uh some coaches will Walk in and say, hey, just start. Like Mike Leach will walk into a press conference and doesn't give an opening statement anymore. He's like, just ask me questions. What do you got? (laughs) Some questions will hit you with – some coaches will hit you with an opening statement that's like two or three minutes long. Twelve minutes is is on the the far end. But you could tell that there were obviously just so many things that Jones wanted to touch on following Saturday's loss. And uh, one of the things that he wanted to stress about Saturday's game is – the fact that the team throughout the game left plays, opportunities, and points out there. I know for me, you know, I, and and I think Monday when we came back in and recapped it, we focused heavily on the fourth quarter because that's the last thing we saw. That's the thing that stuck in our mind. And that's where, that's where as fans, as casuals, or at least even if you're a diehard fan, you know, you're still not knowing as much about what this, the team is trying to do as, as the coaching staff, but that's where we focus on because that's where you can see the most glaring mistakes.
2: Well, most people don't take a notebook when they watch a football game and say, oh, they got the field goal, but that had a chance to score a touchdown, didn't get it. Write that down. Remember that in the first quarter.
1: Very true. You know, I went through Monday and rewatched the whole game, but I just took notes on kind of the breakdowns in the fourth quarter. But one of the things that Jones pointed out is that obviously cumulative, early mistakes have a cumulative effect. And it's, quote, understanding that every play that we have is absolutely critical, end quote. Uh, He points to the third quarter. And if you go back and look at the third quarter for A-State football on Saturday, it was one of the most dominant quarters of football that Arkansas State has played all season long. I think they, I I don't think they allowed a first down in the third quarter. I think there were three, three and outs in the third quarter. Um, they, They were, you know, Southern miss was so rattled. They made that quarterback change. The third quarter was really the only quarter flashing back to Saturday where a state ran the ball with any effectiveness. And so they had 60 yards rushing. And I think the overall yardage, uh, Advantage there for A State was somewhere in the neighborhood of like one twenty three to nineteen. I mean, significant, significant, significant advantage. But yet, A State only put seven on the board on offense that quarter, and then of course, you know, had the safety as well, which the safety was.
2: That was an unforced.
1: Yeah, that was a lot of just U S M having a meltdown.
2: That was Southern. That was on Southern Miss. Yeah, because Arkansas State what. They were setting up a punt return, which mm-hmm. of course is the smart thing to do. If you know, if if you're Butch on the sideline, yeah, they're punting out of their end zone. Let's set up a return. You know, we could start run it back the 30, all the way yeah. and start at the thirty going in, you know, and bad snap, and the ball bounces okay. on the white line back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Hey, two points, and they punt from the twenty. Well. They didn't get anything out of, out of that.
1: Out of the next drive, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, just one of the situations there where it, when you're watching it unfold at the time, you're just like, ah, you know, no, no big deal. And then you go back and look later and you're like, man, that was just, that was so dominant. What if they had been able to get 10 or 14 points out of that quarter instead? Well, obviously Monday would have been a far less depressing show, <laughs> 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 among, among other things. I'm just talking about, you know, the selfish impact for myself. I would have left in a little bit good, better spirits. But, you know, the fan base would be in better spirits. The team probably be feeling pretty good right now as as well. Um, he did talk briefly talking about Coach Jones here at his press conference yesterday about the Cajuns. And it's still a team, obviously, with, with a lot of talent. I mean, they don't have to go very far to recruit. They don't have no. to go very far to, to recruit some really, really talented players. And again defensively they're just really really strong they have recorded a lot of sacks which of course is really nerve-wracking for a state and they have recorded a lot of takeaways and i can't decide if that honestly concerns me or not obviously when you've got a team that's good at forcing those yes that is something to be aware of but at the same time that has not been at all in achilles Hill for arkansas state this year they've taken excellent care of the the football james blackman has made some really good decisions Yes, there have been turnovers, but I think there's only three or four teams in the country that have turned the ball over less than Arkansas State. So it's kind of one of those things that that in other years or maybe other situations might make you nervous, but I I can't make myself get too worked up about that fact about the Cajuns this year.
2: Teams that can control the football, that don't turn the football over, usually don't get affected by defenses that live and die by the turnover. Yeah. yeah, and when Joe Cotham was the defensive coordinator at Arkansas State, those defenses lived and died by the turnover. That was the plan. And when teams didn't turn it over, they could put up points on the Red Bulls.
1: Jones did continue to talk about this week, quote, you know, this week is is all about us. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know how much I'll look in depth at the Cajuns this week because there's not a, a single thing with any opponent that Arkansas State is going to face for the rest of the year that concerns me more than, than A-State's ability to, to close out late. You know, it, it if you match up great for three quarters and it still gets away from the ends it's just
2: you get a lot of losses yeah, that way.
1: Yeah. I mean there's
2: if you make enough, enough plays in the first three quarters, you've got a double digit lead, you have a two score lead like you did against ULM yeah. and all of a sudden that hump is leveled out yeah. quite a bit.
1: I am I'm far more concerned about, you know, this this team beating itself than the opponent beating A state. And and that's not a knock on the Cajuns again. They're talented, but it's just the lay of the land, you know. Right now, what I'm concerned with about this team a little bit is is if if they start pressing. I don't feel like we've we've seen that happen yet. So far, you know, at least the guys have said the right thing. I feel like they're they're playing the right way, but you do wonder if at any point in time these guys get into their head and and feel like, all right, you know. Somebody's got to step up, and that somebody should be me. And then trying to do too much because they want it too badly, and then in that case they start trying to take on um, some of their opponents, or excuse me, some of their their teammates' um, duties. And then they try and do too much; they overextend. You have missed assignments, things like that. I, I'm more. Oh, you mean like
2: Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado in the <laughs> two-game playoff?
1: <laughs> if you think those were
2: two guys who were pressing,
1: yeah i mean if you think you have to be a superhero to be able to to come out with a win instead of just doing your job and re- trusting on your teammates to do their theirs i mean you understand the mentality but bad things bad things tend to happen unless situation. your name's
2: clark kent
1: <laughs> very true let's go to the riot fiber hotline and check in with mark how are you
9: how you
1: doing hey doing good thanks for the phone call
9: oh yeah no problem hey just a quick question um the remaining teams that ASU has on their schedule besides UMass,
1: uh-huh.
9: are they on their side of the
1: division? Uh, let's see. A-State, yes, actually. So there's Southern Miss, Texas State, Troy, and... South NL. South Al, yeah. So everything is... All the opponents that are left are, are Sunbelt West opponents.
9: Okay. The reason I'm asking is... Does ASU still have the chance
1: to win their side of the division? Mathematically, yes. Realistically, it's going to be tough because South Al does not have a conference loss yet, and, and A-State has has three. So, um, A-State is certainly not in a situation where you're in control of your own destiny anymore. I mean, you need some pretty pretty significant help. And when you look at who South got left, you know, they play – they – they don't have to play like Coastal or James Madison or anybody like that from the East, so they have a they got they got a good schedule in terms of them being able to close out strong. It's kind of hard for me to look at their schedule and see three more losses.
10: Okay, and one more question.
9: With Keith bringing up Arenado, did I see where he was off
1: and out of his uh, next like next year the other day? I have not seen that at this point. Keith, have you seen that?
2: I have not seen that, and the people that I follow on the BIRD app would have put that all out and about if if that was the case.
9: Okay, I guess it was just wishful thinking on somebody's part, I guess. But
1: anyway, thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks, Mark. Hey, uh, as we were kind of talking there at the end of that, um, I did... Pull up now. This is this is rumors and speculation and sources, but uh, John Heyman of the New York Post, who has followed baseball for, for quite a while, covered baseball for quite a while, does say that Arenado is not expected to opt out of his contract with St. Louis. So, good news there for the Redbirds faithful. But we'll just have to wait till everything is officially official. Yeah,
2: I'd be very surprised if he yeah. did.
1: Yeah, I would as well. Uh, I don't really think I had anything, you know, super important, super pertinent to to add to the Raging Cajun conversation or the, you know, Butch Jones conversation. Uh, But uh, control
2: what you can control and let the guy on the other side of the field worry about his team leaving points on the field and making mistakes and giving you a shot to win in the fourth quarter because it sounds like that's kind of what's happened to the Cajuns.
1: When we come back here in this hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We're still going to be talking A-State, but we're going to switch gears and talk a little hoops. Mike Bellotto, Caleb Fields at Sunbelt Conference Media State in New Orleans. And I've got a couple clips I want to share with you from Coach Bellotto as we start kind of looking ahead to what this basketball season could be like. More on that on the way. Keep it here with us on The Ticket
4: enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two
11: on the ticket radio network are you thinking of buying or selling land then you need a land specialist whitetail properties land specialist chris bennett is a northeast arkansas top land agent and would love to talk to you about why landowners trust him to market and sell their property quickly for the best possible price whether you're looking to buy or sell hunting land farmland or a rural home chris has the experience and expertise to help you capitalize on the current land market conditions call chris today for a free no obligation market analysis of your property or for a private showing of some of the finest properties in Northeast Arkansas. Call Chris Bennett, 870-819-7306 or visit whitetailproperties.com.
12: Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC.
11: stock operation short takes its toll on your body. That's why Case IH Farmall Utility Series tractors offer you something the competitors don't. Unmatched operator comfort. Farmall Utility tractors feature a spacious operator environment with ergonomically placed controls, easy-to-read instrument clusters, and exceptional visibility. Features that increase comfort and reduce fatigue. Visit your Baker Implement dealer today or go online at bakerimplement.com.
13: Now open every day through the 31st scared city haunted house Ah! featuring this scary main house and the slaughter shed plus several other haunting attractions and there's something for all ages this year at scared city haunted house open every night through the 31st find them on facebook and two miles south of valley view on highway 49 Good luck.
14: Are you ready to get scared? Yeah. Save $100 instantly at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase a set of four in stock Mickey Thompson Baja Legend EXP Off-Road Tires. That's instant savings today at Plaza Tire Service. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your wallet with a Plaza Tire Service credit card or one of our no-credit-needed financing solutions. Now's the time to outfit your truck or SUV with a great set of go-anywhere, do-anything, Mickey Thompson, Baja Legend, EXP, off-road tires, and save 100 bucks instantly,
11: exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. Yeah. Livestock price is back on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Act Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 6.75 and three quarters, down five and a quarter. With March corn down five to 6.82. November soybeans at 13.69 and a quarter, down two and three quarters. With January soybeans at 13.80, down two. December wheat at 8.39, down ten and a half. With March wheat at 8.57 and a half, down ten and a quarter. December cotton at 78.32, down 3.97. March cotton at 78.07, down 3.37. November rice at 16.51 and a half, down two and a half. With January rice at 16.85 and a half, down three and a half. Moving on to livestock now. October live cattle at 149.10, up 62.5. December live cattle at 151.02.5, and a half, up 125. October feeder cattle at 175.22.5, and a half, up 40. With November feeder cattle at 178.32.5, and a half, up 50. December lane hogs at 870.2.5, and a half, up 55. With February hogs at 88.52 and a half, up 72.5. That's your EAB noon market report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day a biological product designed to help rice maximize yield potential you're not dreaming bio is a diverse consortium of anaerobic bacteria that frees up flood-bound nutrients increases tillering and sets the playing field for next season's crop it's all possible with concept agritech technologies biotech and penatech your solution to delivering the microbes your crop needs find out more at conceptagritech.com that's conceptagritech.com
15: the landscape of media has changed and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters twice as credible as major news outlets. Farm Radio continues to be timely, accurate, and credible. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting.
4: Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the workday red zone. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: I'm not going to say I've given up on today's KavanaughCars.com poll question as we welcome you back into the workday red zone, but. Uh, it is just it's 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 a little little lopsided as uh, our poll today <laughs> we're asking you if the Grizzlies are going to go over or under their projected total of 48 and a half wins uh, coming up this season of course their season tips off tonight at 6 30 here on the ticket we do have a vote one for the under so yes discussion conversation disagreement uh, but, yeah, we're probably not going to bring up that question a whole lot more this hour. We're <laughs> going to switch gears and dive into our Calmer Solutions A-State update uh, with A-State men's basketball and Coach Mike Bellotto. Actually, it's going to be a double dose today as so we're going to have some women's audio uh, with Coach Destiny Rogers coming up later. But wanted to check in on the men. Again, it's uh, it's media day, media days, plural. Yesterday the focus was on the women's programs, today on the men. So Coach Mike Bellotto as well as junior fourth-year guard, Caleb Fields uh, were both in front of the media doing the Q&A session and all that good stuff and just picked out a couple of comments here from Coach Bilotto to share with you. Of course, uh, you flash back to the news on Monday, and we saw the preseason polls come out, ninth for the women, 12th for the men. And Keith and I were having a very spirited discussion about preseason polls during the break and basically how worthless they are.
2: Absolutely, totally. Don't just take them with a grain of salt. You know those big blocks they leave out in the pasture for the cows to lick? The salt licks, yes. Yeah. Take, take one of those. No, take two of those and call your doctor in the morning.
1: Uh, but Coach Bellotta was asked about this year's poll, which again has A-State 12th. Then here are his thoughts.
16: Well, first I'll just say preseason poll to guess who's gonna win this league is is extremely difficult with so many new players on every team. I think you pick who's gonna win the league based on returners, right? Um, and Louisiana is gonna be very good, uh, but they have the most basically returning. So uh, that, I'm sure that's why they got a lot of first place votes and they're good. You know, and coach Marlon's is an excellent coach, but you know when you lose four out of the top six scores, you, you tend for people not to know what you got coming in. So they're not gonna probably rate you pretty high. Um, I don't pay a lot of attention to it, but I know the players do. And, you know, we, we talk about the respect factor and and to build respect and gain respect from people in your league. And, uh, you know, we can finish as high as first or we can finish as low as 12th or 14th. So, you know, this league is going to be a day-by-day deal and and just get better every day and just concentrate on the game that's coming up that that day.
1: Of course, you know, looking around the league, You. Have a ton of oh, I'll, be, I'll go through before the season tips off, uh, or at least conference season, which gives me a few months to, to stall and procrastinate. And look at just the total number of players that earned conference honors last year that that are gone from the league, and it's it's a really large number. Now, most notably, of course, is the fact that the Player of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year in the Sun Belt Conference, who happened to play in a State jersey last year, is is gone and is now. On the roster at miami so coach Pilato talks about how exactly you go about replacing north shadow well
16: it, i think this year first of all it's hard to replace uh you know a guy like north Shadow. it's a special player generational player um you know i wish him the best of luck uh but again when we talked about going into this season i um, mean you, you got to look at numbers and stats so how do you replace? the numbers and stats that you've lost. I think it's going to have to be done by committee. I don't think one person's going to be able to do it. Um, we're going to be very deep this year. So you look at our rotation at possibly 11 or even 12 in games. Um, and when you add all those people together, you're going to have to come up with the numbers that are, have been uh, missing or missing from, from last year. So one person won't do it, but it's going to have to be by committee between three or four people. And, and they've shown that this summer. Uh, we played in the Dominican Republic, played three games. So we're able to see different guys step up. So I'm looking forward to those guys continuing to do that starting November.
1: When you look at this team overall, obviously, you know, the fact that, that Omir departed is going to get the most conversation. Because, well,
2: obviously, he's player of the year. Yeah,
1: player of the year. And also, I mean, he's, he is the best basketball player I've seen in my adult life at A-State. And it's not really a, a question one of the best players I've seen since since my youth just in terms of how good he was overall but this is a team that lost Desi Seals this is a team that lost Marquis Eaton so all in all your top three scorers are gone West uh Keon Wesley who was a good rebounder he's gone several of the guys that you know popped in here and there uh you know Christian Willis did average double digit minutes from off the bench you've just got so many different pieces that are gone so again Coach Bilotto talks about how you try and fill in all these gaps in the stat sheet.
16: Yeah, that, that's going to be definitely our, our model this year. Um, when talking about, we've always talked about not having ego, you know, and not not caring who gets the recognition. Um, and it's something that we've stressed every time, ever since I've been at Arkansas State. You know, last year I think we finished in the top 20 and, and maybe top 10 in assisted baskets uh, you know, per game, which means that that shows our team is sharing the ball. So by committee is going to have to be it, um, with our returners, you know, we returned six guys and, and four played major minutes for us. This young man sitting next to me, uh, Malcolm Farrington, Marquise Davis and Avery Feltz, and then Antoine Jackson, uh, was battling injury. And then also we got back now, Caleb London, who we lost last year because of a shoulder injury is now back. So the experience from those guys is there. They understand what it takes. They understand the model of, of of our C of our program and, and what we need to do to win. And then the, they've done a really good job with the new guys. A lot of new faces, but again, those guys stepped up when we need them to in the Dominican Republic. I saw guys getting better daily. Um, you know, guys like Omar and, and Julian Lowell, Isaiah Nelson, you know, aladdin Bautayeb, Terrence Ford. Those guys have just stepped up and gotten better and better and better. Um, so as they come into their own, is something that we're gonna to have to see who plays on certain nights against certain teams and and not worry about who gets the recognition, but just win the game.
1: A State lost almost 70% of their scoring. That's a lot to make up. Now they brought out a lot of guys, but that that is yeah. yeah. It's a lot to make up, uh, statistically. Uh one guy that is, of course, gonna help this transition is is Caleb Fields. I mean, he played a boatload of minutes last year. He's been the floor general pretty much since he stepped on the court as a freshman?
2: Caleb Fields can get the ball wherever he wants to take it. Now, what happens once he gets the ball to wherever he wants to take it? You know, last year it was, I'll get the ball to where I can throw it to Yeah. Well, he can throw it to some other guys now, but those other guys are going to have to be able to take advantage of that.
1: He had you know, you look at, at Caleb Field's stats, you know, seven points per game and his total assist number is very solid. But, you know, you look at, like, things where the, you have to look a little bit more into the metrics like uh, assist to turnover ratio and things like that, and all of those are just so good, and it's it's not a question.
2: He doesn't look to score himself. Right. Nearly as much as he penetrates to set up others to score. That, that's been his game yeah. since he's been on campus, and he's very, very good
1: at it. But no matter what his role is this year, there's no question that he is the leader of the team. Yeah. And Coach Bilotto talks about uh, what having Caleb Fields around does for, for this roster.
16: Yeah, you, you look at you know going into this season, like I said, the person that has the ball in their hands 90% of the time, you want to make sure you're comfortable with them. And uh, you talk about loyalty. We always talk about things outside of basketball. And how important it is for young men to understand that basketball will end one day. So, what do you bring to the table other than your jump shot? Uh, this this young man right here is highly intelligent, as all my guys are. Um, but the loyalty factor, you know, with all the stuff going on with college basketball nowadays, and you know, I'll say it, high majors poaching players and you know, cheating to get players and um, doing what they do. You know, this young man has stayed true to uh, his word about coming here. Um, and he's going to graduate from here with a degree, and it means a lot. We want to continue to have that um, in our program, continue to recruit. We're not just going to go portal. Um, yeah, we'll we recruit there, sure, but I think building a program you do about people that um, build themselves and grow up, you know, multiple years with the community and get to know them, and if Caleb walked into any Walmart or any restaurant in Jonesboro right now, they know exactly who he is, and that's what it's all about. We want to continue to do that.
1: That was there was another clip which we didn't air. If, if you want to go back later and watch the full uh, ESPN Plus comments, you know that was that was at least the second or third time in, in that full conversation where Coach Bolatto sang Caleb Fields' praises. Uh, as again, he's going to be counting on him and incredibly, incredibly heavily uh, this year. Another reason for that is because this team is going to be without Mac Seal, which was some really disappointing yeah, news. Yeah, that that's yeah. a shame. Came out, uh, I guess, what, a week, two weeks ago that Manziel, uh suffered a torn ACL and uh, MCL, I believe, as well. So he's already Usually
2: the... if you tear one, you tear yeah. the other.
1: Well, we know he's going to be on the shelf for the full season. So he was expected to be a guy who's going to play a lot of minutes and, and be a good, impactful player. So how is Coach Pilato going to handle that loss? How are they navigating that? Um, who's going to fill in, in in those rotations?
16: Yeah, that was that was unfortunate for us, you know, Mac Mansio was somebody we were uh, excited about coming into the season. He was a first team junior college all-American. Um, averaged over 17 points a game, really good score for us. You know, he obviously went down with an ACL injury, so he'll be off for the year. Uh, but you know, the way we look at it is first for Mac um, he'll look at basketball from a different lens right now. He'll look at it from a coaching perspective, and maybe that'll help him going into next season. And then they'll give an opportunity for somebody else to step up. You know, it's, it's next man up, and we've talked about that. And, and not to sound insensitive, but at the same time, the season's still here. So we got to have different guys do different things. And we've tried different um, ideas. You know, Terrence Ford and Caleb playing together is something that I'm excited about. Uh, Marquise Davis is very versatile, so we can play him on the perimeter as well. Uh, so, that's different things that we've kind of toyed with. And uh, we got to come up with a solution because the games are going to come pretty quick. But we're going to miss him. And we're excited for him to rehab and get, get back to us next year.
1: Yeah, pretty quick. The exhibition opener is two weeks from today. Hello. And then, Hello. The, and then the, re- and the regular season tips off that following Monday. So, yes, pretty quick. But that was some audio from Arkansas Statements. Basketball coach Mike Bellotto is part of our Calmer Solutions A State Update. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Again, we'll hear from Coach Rogers and talk about the women's team, what they've got returning uh, in the second hour of the program. But uh, let's step aside, take a quick break. I want to have plenty of time to come back and get Keith's answer to our CabinetCars.com question and and more after this but we'll take our last break of this hour brought to you by david martin office interiors here on the ticket
4: when she's not watching sports she's talking about sports and when she's not talking sports she's tweeting about it
7: all right boys how did i tweet on this thing
4: it's tara richie on the workday red zone I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above
15: the Noise. Last night, the Golden State Warriors and Los Angeles Lakers squared off as part of NBA opening night. Coming into the season, L.A. and Golden State were two of the more discussed teams in the game. The Lakers have star talent. Team struggles to stay healthy and finish last year out of the playoff picture. The Warriors don't have that type of problem. Golden State, one of the more talented groups in the league. They are also deep, and they've got some young players. But the tension throughout the organization is palpable. That, of course. Started when four-time all-star Draymond Green sucker punched teammate Jordan Poole. As of right now, Golden State refuses to acknowledge the fight has caused any tension. But if you've seen the video, it's hard to believe there aren't any hard feelings lingering. Predicting how this situation will unfold is impossible. But if Golden State wants to put an end to all this drama, winning in impressive fashion may be the team's best option this season. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and address, from 10 popular people's search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. I've always been a big fan of Meguiar's and recently washed my truck, noticed some light swirls on the paint. Good news is Meguiar's once again has the solution. Grab Meguiar's new hybrid ceramic pre-wax prep, the latest member to their hybrid ceramic family. Easy to use, left the paint glossy and let me tell you, the color really pops. Follow pre-wax prep with a coat of Meguiar's hybrid ceramic liquid wax for extreme water beading protection. Truck looks great and it's ready to hit the road. Meguiar's ceramic made easy.
17: Attention shoppers, everyone's favorite flea market is back this Friday and Saturday, October 21st and 22nd at the Green County Fairgrounds. That's right. The Southern Flea Market, formerly the Memphis Flea Market, will be in Parigold this Friday and Saturday. Open 9 to 5 on Friday and 9 to 4 on Saturday. The Southern Flea Market features all of your favorite vendors from the Memphis and South Haven Flea Market. A $2 admission fee is good for both days. Don't miss out on the biggest bargain and fun. It's the Southern Flea Market this Friday and Saturday at the Greene County Fairgrounds in
11: Parigold. Pay no sales tax and save at the annual tax-free clearance sale going on October the 20th through the 23rd at the manliest store in Jonesboro, DNW Outdoors. It's that time of year. Save big time with tax-free for the entire store. You heard that right. Everything in the store is tax-free. All apparel, guns, ammo, camo, hunting supplies, and it's all tax-free. Get ready for hunting season with plus tax-free on all shotguns, rifles, ammo, and pistols at DNW. DNW Outdoors is your deer and duck hunting headquarters with waiters, boots decoys and more all tax-free plus additional savings on select on-sale tree stands dnw is your Honey headquarters with all bows sales tax paid the biggest sales event of the year is here at dnw outdoors parker road just off the triple nickel bypass open monday through friday 9 a.m to 7 p.m saturday 9 to 5 and sunday noon to five DNW. Big enough to serve you, small enough to know you. Pay no sales tax and save this weekend at DNW.
3: Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's Colson usa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity
11: employer. Craighead Electric Cooperative. You know us for the power we deliver. Electricity connecting 31,000 members in 8 counties covering over 2100 square miles. Our cooperative family is committed to safely harnessing, directing, and connecting all of our members across Northeast Arkansas with reliable power that connects us all to the future ahead. Craighead Electric Cooperative and Empowered by Craighead Electric. It's what we do every day.
1: Um, hello?
4: Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776.
1: Last segment here in this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Whether you need something uh, maybe a little bit smaller like desk or or new seating or something like that, or whether you got to go big, redesign your entire layout, get new cubicles, all of that. They can help you out. Uh, Check with them online. It's dmi-office.com. Again, dmi-office.com for David Martin Office Interiors. Uh, Kara, Keith, Ryan with you for one more segment here. But I'm going to, Keith, I mean, to still your thunder just a tiny bit with the CavanaughCars.com question and kind of go in a different direction. That's fine. You said during the break that, that you would go the, the very, very slight over with the Grizzlies win total of, of 48 and a half. But I want to throw different questions at you. If the Grizzlies were to go under this total, what would the main reason be?
2: Injuries. Uh, trip doesn't come back in a month or so. It takes longer for him to heal, or if Ja gets hurt again, and of course, you know, he's got that high wire act, and you're Mm -hmm. always in terror when he winds up crashing to the floor, but it's going to be interesting to see who winds up playing the four, because there are going to be teams in the playoffs that are going to take the New Zealander out out of play, Um, just because they're going to switch him onto a guard. Okay? Who else can play center? And you're not going to find that out tonight. Yeah. You're going to find that out over the span of the season. But there are not even a handful of teams that I think can get to 60 wins in the East or the West. And everybody's got question marks. Could the Golden State Warriors self-combust? It's possible. It's possible. You know, we can't rule it completely out. They've kind of papered it over for now. Okay, fine. Let's see how long that lasts. Um, Boston. You had an adult male acting badly. And guess what? He's gone. So now you've got another first-year coach taking over... A team that while it has a lot of positives it it's not standard and, and they don't have their starting center right now either um, the Heat are gonna be good how good the Bucks are gonna be good how good and how healthy do they stay so I everybody. That's in that top echelon has warts, All including right. the
1: Grizzlies. Flip side, very quickly. If the Grizzlies were to hit not just the over, not just forty-nine or fifty wins, but if they could get back to that area where they were at last year, about fifty-six or so, what would be the biggest reason for that?
2: They're good. Okay. They have a lot of people, and they have they keep bringing in these young guys who can play basketball. What a concept!
1: Wild wild season starts tonight at 6 30 uh we'll talk more grizzlies more hoops in general with you in an hour or two but keith thanks for hanging out with us today see you tomorrow sounds like a plan hey everybody else so stick around we've got another hour left of today's workday red zone hope you keep it right here with us on the ticket radio network
6: This is Willows the Wednesday. Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought you by Plants Attire Service and College Soccer. The Williams Baptist University men's side moved up two spots to number 14 in the country in the new NAIA Division I poll that came out this morning. The Eagles made it five straight wins yesterday with a 1-0 home victory over Lion College in Walnut Ridge. A goal from Hugo Gill at the 11:07 mark was all they needed for the victory. They'll have Senior Day on Saturday at one against Hannibal LaGrange. The Lady Eagles won their second straight home match on their senior day yesterday with a 3-0 win over the Lion Lady Scots. It was a sophomore who had a big day, though. Brooklyn's Libby Campbell with a goal and an assist in the victory. Both teams will be at Central Baptist College in Conway on Tuesday afternoon. In the Sun Belt, Mackenzie Robinson of Arkansas State named the Sunbelt Belt Conference Defensive Player of the Week yesterday for her efforts in Sunday's 1-0 home win over Georgia State. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963. That's Placid Tire Service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network.
11: Life goes by crazy fast. Nobody's got time for the crazy hassle of trying to sell a car right now. Now's not the time to be crazy and waste time with printed magazines or dead-end seller sites. Instead, contact Contact the Crazy crazy Car Buyer. With CrazyCarBuyer.com, you'll get top dollar for your car fast and hassle-free. That's CrazyCarBuyer.com. We buy cars with or without titles, used cars, old cars, like new cars, whatever. We're We're crazy. crazy. So go on. Be crazy. Get a crazy good price at CrazyCarBuyer.com.
7: Sarah Huckabee Sanders
1: when I'm governor we will educate kids not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda we will empower parents not bureaucrats and we will prepare students for the workforce not government dependency I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education a good job and a better life right here in Arkansas
7: sarah huckabee sanders will fight back against biden and the radical left's agenda
17: inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and biden's policies are only making it worse as governor i'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a
1: pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business creating thousands of new high-paying jobs
7: Fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Pay for by Sarah for Governor.
11: Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company. Highway 49 South in Paragool. So I wanted to talk with you and your mom today,
3: Lily. Because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you. And we're concerned.
1: Like what? Who?
3: Some of your friends, teachers. Sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends. So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal. But taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana.
1: Yeah, he
8: was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on.
3: That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, the poor decision making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk?
15: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
4: This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome you back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Ryan with you for another hour today on a Wednesday. We appreciate everybody tuning in with us today. And uh, the countoncars.com question today is completely worthless. Not not worthless uh, in the sense that uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it, but uh, the responses are just so one-sided that I really wish I could go back to the beginning of the show and... and word this differently or just throw out a, a different question entirely it's about the Grizzlies of course they tip off their season tonight at 6 30 at uh, FedEx Forum against the New York Knicks it'll also be here on the ticket your pregame coverage starts at 6 uh, but we ask you will the Memphis Grizzlies go over or under their projected win total of 48 and a half wins well not that everybody who is responding on Twitter or everybody who is who is listening right now is a Grizzlies homer, but for a lot of people in this area, if you do follow an NBA team, that's it. And then also, you know, this was a team that went out and won 56 games last year. So uh, this over-under total is, is looking at Memphis taking a little bit of a step back for whatever reason. And we'll look more on that later. But again, we've gotten we've gotten one vote, one vote for the under today. So not uh, not a good question no idea who to blame for that one let's switch gears and uh, let's talk some A-State women's hoops uh, we heard from coach Mike Bilotto in hour number one is the men were on the podium today at uh, Sunbelt Media Day there in New Orleans and uh, want to check in with the women's team now they went through the Q&A session yesterday and coach Destiny Rogers of course talked quite a bit about her team and what's going on there with the Red Wolves, but she was asked, uh, one question she was asked was how different this year is from last year in the sense that, obviously, last year she took over in, in December. And all she although she wanted to do some things uh, more towards her style and, and how she wanted to build her team, at the end of the day, that was Matt Daniels' team. That was Matt Daniels' team. That was Matt Daniels' philosophy. There's only really so much tweaking you could do. But she talks about how this year has been different in the terms in in terms of the fact that that this is now her team?
0: Well, you know, when you take over a program mid-December, a couple weeks before a conference, it's hard to kind of implement really what you want to do. Um, So we had to kind of continue to be who we were but try to put our own spin on it. And we did the best that we could to do that. But now having the team, you know, for summer and and for the fall, uh, we got to implement the things that we want to implement, which is, getting our team uh, ready to play at a fast pace. You know, we weren't playing as fast whenever I took over, and when I took over, you know, we just we, we took our running. And uh, they weren't used to that, but now when we get ready to play in November, our team will be used to that, and they'll understand the pace that we want to play, uh, how efficient we want to be, and, uh, you know, how aggressive we want to be on defense. So we're really excited about the opportunity.
1: With this team, of course, uh, they were picked ninth in the preseason coaches poll that was released on Monday. And again, preseason polls are kind of worthless. But everybody asked the coach about him anyways. They asked Coach Rogers her thoughts on the poll, and she didn't really care.
0: We don't pay attention to it at all. If anything, we use it as motivation. Um, not particularly happy about it, right? But we haven't earned that right yet. And so while we haven't earned that right, I can promise you we're going to do the work to earn that right, um, to be respected in this conference. And uh, like I said, this is a great conference. It's super competitive, but we have a good team and we are confident in our team. We're confident in what we're going to do and we're going to work towards it every day. So uh it gives me quite a bit of motivation to take back to my players and to continue to build on what we're doing Um, but we're not going to make it just about that we want to make it about us we want to make sure we're having fun we want to make sure that we're the best version of ourselves and if we do that then we really feel good about what we're going to do
1: moving on one big storyline coming up for this season is this team is going to get kia Patton back uh kia played the first 16 games of the season before getting injured. And I don't think she's going to be out there right away and certainly not 100% right at the beginning of the year as she continues to get over uh, a knee injury and the rehabilitation process for that. But she is going to be able to have a big, big impact on this team down the stretch. And Coach Rogers talks about just what it means to get her back on the roster.
0: Uh, She makes a world of a difference. You know, she just brings that experience. Uh, She has that dog mentality, very similar like L.A. right here. And uh, so we're just excited to have her back. You know, when we went down, uh, she just, you know, she took that experience away a little bit. And we were young, uh, but like L.A. said, we fought every single game. And for us moving forward, it's great that our freshman last year got the the minutes and the experience that they got um so they're coming into this year with a ton of experience they're battle tested they're tough and i'm just excited to see what what my players do this year
1: continuing on along with coach rogers she was asked uh, if this is a team that is going to push the pace this year or kind of what what are they looking at in terms of tempo
0: well i i think our pace is going to be better um because you know towards the end of the season, we were trying to play fast, and we couldn't play fast for 40 minutes with seven players. You know, we'd get to the third quarter, mid-third quarter, and we'd wear down. Uh, So really excited this year about having a full squad uh, that we can really play fast for 40 minutes. Uh, So you're going to see a team that gets up and down. Uh, You're going to see a team that's super aggressive on defense and a team that has a lot of fun. That's what we're preaching right now. We want to go out and we want to be confident in who we are. We want to have fun playing the game of basketball. Um, but as far as the post presence, uh, we have Melody Kapinga, who is a transfer that's coming in. She's 6'2", she's strong. Uh, she's going to bring a piece to us that we didn't have last year. She's a great defender. She's a great rebounder. And uh, one player that people are forgetting about, her name is Anna Griffin. And uh, she's a transfer from the University of Virginia. She's going to be a really, really good piece for us. Uh, she's, she's super passionate. She works hard. And she's a really good player. So I'm super excited for you guys to get to know her.
1: One more clip here from Coach Rogers as she continues to look ahead to this 22-23 season. We mentioned this yesterday when we were looking at numbers. A-State last season shot the three really, really well. Um, they it, it was both quality and quantity. Last year, in terms of the three-pointers, they made the most threes, took the most threes at any team in the Sunbelt Conference, but they also had the highest three-point uh, percentage. So it was it was good shot selection and also a whole, whole lot of them. So is this team... Even going to shoot more three-pointers coming up this year?
0: We may be shooting more this year. <laughs> but the way that we play, you know, we play fast. And uh, we're not really about we want to take a certain amount of shots per game. We just want to take the best shots each position. So we want to look to get either a wide-open layup or a wide-open three. And uh, whichever one trumps the other one, that's just what kind of happens. But we just want to make sure that we're playing fast, we're playing efficient, and we want to get the best shot each position.
1: Similar storylines, you know, to this A-State women's team, uh, again, as that was Coach Destiny Rogers there from Media Day yesterday. Uh, as we look at, you know, statistically what they return, I mean, they lost 64% of their scoring last year, Arkansas State did. Uh, well, actually, that's a little bit uh, incorrect, because apologies, I forgot to, to factor Kia Patton back in there. So that's no, that number's not uh, not quite accurate. Um, it's It's going to be about half in fact, is what they lost. But, you know, Jaira Washington, Trinity Jackson, Morgan Wallace, Maya Love, those players all played some significant minutes. They had some significant impacts uh, in, in these games, and, and they're they're gone. Uh, the big concern there is is the rebounding more than anything else. This team is going to be able to score. This team is going to be able to shoot, and they're going to be able to do both of those things well. But who is going to get the rebounds now that – Double-double machine, Trinity Jackson, is not in the conversation. Who's going to be able to, you know, get those rebounds now that Morgan Wallace, the do-anything player for her entire career, has departed? That's a big question. And then also uh, just seeing this team step up defensively as well. I think it'll be a fun year for both teams. I I think there's a chance, especially on the women's side, for some pretty significant improvement after a 12-15 and record last year. But uh, again, we won't know for a few weeks. The A State women's season is going to kick off in 3 weeks uh and a day. So, November the 10th at Louisiana Tech, which by the way, again, I love the women's schedule. I love just how how regional everything is. They also get uh you know some really good teams to to play at First National Bank Arena. So, I think they have a great 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 schedule. And I'm not just saying that because on Thursday, November the 10th, We won't have a Workday Red Zone because that game tips off at 1130. I promise I'm not just saying that. But, uh, again, a good schedule. Cannot wait to see this team on the field. Cannot wait to see the men's team. Or, excuse me, on the court. Uh, My brain's still in football mode. Cannot wait to see the women's team on the court. Can't wait to see the men's team on the court as well. And, of course, tonight. Can't wait to see this Grizzlies team on the court. And we'll talk more about that uh, after we step aside here for a moment. But we'll come back right after this for more on the Workday Red Zone.
4: The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis.
5: And when you speak
7: of me, speak well.
4: Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
7: It's not October, it's Trucktober at Cavanaugh Ford, where you can save thousands on every new truck on the lot. Like up to $3,000 off all new 2022 Ford F-150s in stock. Or let us treat you by tricking out your truck with a $3,000 Trucktober outfit. Plus, every certified pre-owned owner just gets you the Cavanaugh Ford Blue Advantage. That's bumper-to-bumper and powertrain warranties, 24-7 roadside assistance, and multi-point inspections. See our entire inventory at So don't let at Trucktober, pass you by. We're giving you top dollar for your trade and the only dealership discounting new vehicles. Like up to $3,000 off all new 2022 Ford F-150s in stock. Plus, every certified pre-owned purchase gets you the Cavanaugh Ford Blue Advantage. That's bumper-to-bumper powertrain warranties, 24-7 roadside assistance, and multi-point inspection. Going on now during Trucktober at Cavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. CDB for details.
5: At Mr. T's, they know football games start way before kickoff. And that's why Mr. T's is your tailgate party headquarters this football season. Get 30 packs of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light for just $20.95. And Bush and Bush Light 30 packs are just $19.69. Plus, Mr. T's has the largest selection of beers and wines from around the world, all at the best prices. So make the game-winning drive across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly.
1: Mr. T's at Riverside state football and the social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The social has an amazing delicious fantastic and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre or post game. Plus the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the social. What we're saying is it does not get any better than the social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get social at the social and get ready to howl with fellow a state Red Wolves fans on every game day. The social at Greensboro village in Jonesboro
11: farmers Pico Foods sends best wishes to you for a successful harvest and reminds you that they're now booking corn and milo. Pico Foods is a fourth generation family owned business and the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. They buy direct from local producers at always competitive prices because Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester. 870 202 7101 In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman at 601 670
7: 9383 Duck season is just around the corner and and it's time to get your boat ready at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The Hotsu and Yamaha outboards are in stock now and new War Eagle boats are arriving all the time. Financing is also available with quick approval in just 15 minutes. Whether you're in need of a new boat, a new motor, or just need a tune-up, come see our certified marine techs at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. We'll get you ready for that next great duck hunt at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart and online at maxpw.com. The hunt begins here. Voor's
5: Kitchen and Bath, 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Voor's Kitchen and Bath bring our skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Voor's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends, designs, and over 70 years of experience. Visit us at Voor'sKitchenandBath.com or call us at 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Voor's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, our passion
3: hey john g for george kill motors in newport it's important to know people you can trust sure there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most george kill motors is one of those dealerships We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hard-working folks helping hard-working folks. George Kale Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kale Motors and GMC, we are professional grade.
5: Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Total Health. And if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. You see, the Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit your life and your goals. And they have multiple weight loss medication options, including fentermine. So there's no need to drive hours away to get the medicine that's going to help you lose weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And y'all, most of their current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. Schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6, and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 87. Go see him at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. On paper, it's the best sports show
4: around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: We welcome you back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out with your phone lines open at 930-3776 on the Right Fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber, an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check and see if it is available for your neighborhood at rightfiber.com. Again, today's question of the day, a terrible one because the responses are so lopsided. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. We're going to continue to repeat it anyways. Uh, just asking you if you're going to take the over or the under on the Grizzlies projected win total for this season, which is set at 48 and a half. And uh, clearly you all do not agree with that because of all the votes that we've gotten so far. Only one person has been bold enough to pick the under. Everybody else rolling with the over. And I get it. You know, this is a team that went out and won 56 games last year. And has an opportunity, maybe not to to repeat that, especially since you're going to be without Jaron Jackson Jr. for the first month of the season, but should still be good. Because one of the things about this Grizzlies team is they're just so young still. And typically what happens when youth gets more acclimated to whatever level they're at, whether that is a high school player moving up to the college level or a college player looking up to the pro moving up to the pro level, I mean, typically you see improvement. And despite the fact that the Grizzlies led the league or ranked highly in the league in so many different categories, there are still areas where, where they can get better just just based on, on youth and how that youth is going to continue to develop. If you go back to last year, they ranked fourth in offensive rating, sixth defensively. They led the league in shots, rebounds, offensive rebounds, steals and blocks, points in the paint, second chance points, and fast break points. They ranked second in field goals and scoring average, third in pace. There were a lot, a lot, a lot of things that this team, a lot of things that this team did well. And it was one of the reasons they were so entertaining because it was some of the biggest highlight players that were able to help them accomplish this. I think more than any other question about this team is just how Jaw is going to fare. In 2022 and 2023, because although you know it was it was kind of an anomaly last year that this team had so much success when he was sidelined, but I don't know if that is that is something that is repeatable. The questions with Ja, you know, can he continue to do what he does on offense without jacking himself up, and can he improve a little bit defensively? You know, what kind of leap can he take in in year four? If you want to go back for just a quick second and look at the statistical leap that Ja took from, from year two to, to year three, it's it's a little bit insane. You know, his rookie season was good, obviously. Rookie of the year. You get to year two, you see just a little bit of improvement. And then you look back at, at last year compared with the previous year and just, I mean... Better field goal percentage. Better three-point percentage. Better free throw percentage. More free throws attempted in a game. Better rebounding average. Better steals average per game. More blocks per game. And then a significant, significant increase in points per game from the previous season. Just about any any aspect of the game where, where can improved, he did. And improved significantly between year two and year three. Growth and progress in multiple aspects of life and not just sports is not always linear. So Jive's not going to take, you know, that same step between year three and year four that he did in, in year tier two and three. There's still a lot he can improve on, but it, it's, it's probably, we're probably looking at baby steps for a lot of his career. And one thing that, that hopefully he will improve on is, is games played. He missed 25 games last year couple of those, of course, were off days, but several of those were, were injury. And one of the things that, you know, I personally love the most about Ja so terrifies me the most, and it's the fact that that dude has absolutely zero regard for his own body. Um, because of that, you know, he can make those highlight plays going into the rim. But at the same time, and Keith mentioned this in hour one, when Keith Merritt was with us in studio, every time he hits that court, man, I just kind of freak out a little bit and you say a really 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 quick prayer that he's not going to get up and and anything's he's going to be holding anything or limping it's kind of nerve-wracking but how will he continue to grow this season will it be improved defense will he become better as as a team leader or some kind of intangible that we haven't even talked about how all will he show growth By the way, he's certainly not the only player on that roster who took a big step forward last year. You know, Ja wanted his teammate Desmond Bain to win the award for most improved player. Because you just look at at how much Bain was able to factor into that offense in his sophomore NBA season, and it was incredible. I mean, he he is just an incredible, incredible shooter. He might not get that much statistically better in terms of, of three-point percentage because a dude shot 44% last year from three. That's, that's a great percentage. So that might not creep up that much, but what other ways can he continue to better his game? And how else can he continue to be uh, an impactful player? This is going to be a really, really fun team to watch once again but can they take additional steps to to be more fundamentally sound? And again, this year there is there is zero, zero element of surprise after the fact that this team turned in a 56-win season last year. Again, uh, when you turn on your TV tonight at 6.30, there's going to be some guys that are MIA. Jerry Jackson Jr., of course, is going to continue to recover from foot surgery for probably about the next month or so. Uh, also, Zaire Williams is not in action tonight. Uh, as he is, I've already, I apologize, I just went blank on, on why he's going to be out. And Dylan Brooks is, is doubtful for the contest tonight. He's kind of a really interesting story this year in terms of, of how he goes. He can be kind of maddening to watch at times, yet at the same time, when he's playing well, <laughs> the Grizzlies are unstoppable. So what will he do? To help improve that roster coming up this year. Um, I'm going to be watching Grizzlies tonight, obviously. uh, When that one tips off at at 6.30. But then also, I'm going to be doing, I guess, some dual screen action or something. Because you're going to have some Sunbelt Fun Belt heat coming up tonight. Also, at 6.30. Georgia State at App State. On the Deuce. I love the midweek Fun Belt action. But I'm also, you know, really intrigued by this one because... App has had such a weird season. It might not have been completely unexpected that they lost at North Carolina. Um, it was unexpected that they put up 40 points in the fourth quarter and still lost. And I don't think it was unexpected that they went and... Well, I say that. They were a significant underdog in Week 2 at Texas A&M. They went and pulled, pulled off an upset. But if, you know, there's ever going to be a team in the Sun Belt that... Anybody nationally talks about pulling off an upset, it's going to be Appalachian State. So maybe not that surprising that they went out and got a win there in week two. In week four, they lost to James Madison. And the big thing there was the fact that you know JMU was was down twenty eight to three and came back and won that game. They beat up on the Citadel in week five because duh. And then last week they went out uh, or the week before last, excuse me, they went out and lost to Texas State. So, this is certainly not the app state of old. And with a couple of league losses already, I, I you, you can't quite say they're out of the picture in the Sunbelt East. But they're kind of hanging on by a thread. And they absolutely would be if they went out and lost to Georgia State tonight. Flashing back to the beginning of the season, I had high expectations for Georgia State. They just returned so many players. They ended last season so strong. I was like, ah, oh, this team, you know, if there's going to be a dark horse... That makes a run in the Sunbelt East this year that is not apt. That is not coastal. I thought it would be Georgia State. And I was wildly incorrect. They opened the season 0-4 before they were able to get a win at Army. And they, they did win the Battle of the Georges the week before. But other than that, they just haven't looked at all like I thought they would look this year. And they've had some bad losses. The loss at Charlotte was a bad loss. They were favored in that game by almost three touchdowns. So which team is going to be able to get it t- together tonight and live up to their preseason ex- expectations? Now, App State is favored quite a bit. I mean, they're at home. This one's in Boone. That's a tough place for other teams to come in and win. And they're favored by, uh, by nine and a half. But they're standout running back. And a guy who ran the ball really well at Texas A&M by the name of Cameron Peoples. Which, by the way, his, last, his first name is spelled the camera run, like In, which is incredibly fitting for a running back. Uh, but Cameron Peoples is a game-time decision. They've also got a four-year starter at linebacker named Trey Cobb and standout wide receiver Christian Wells that are also game-time decisions. And all three of those players missed their game against Texas State due to injury. I didn't realize App State was that hampered in that game. Now, they lost due to just a, a lot of mistakes, so I don't know if having all those three players back would have turned that loss to a win. But it was a storyline in that one a couple of weeks ago, and it sounds like it will be a storyline tonight as well. But again, if you're wanting to watch some college football tonight, App State and Georgia State have you covered at 630 on the Deuce. double check in real quick to see if there's anything else going on. We're still a little bit too early in the year. Of course, for Maxion, that's not going to come our way until November. But uh, going to be a fun week this week. Got Georgia State and App State tonight, and then Troy in South Alabama tomorrow. In addition to, you know, some football games that are not solely focused on the Sun Belt Conference. We'll talk about the other teams later on in the week. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call, and you can reach out to us on the Right Fiber Hotline. As we <laughs> try and talk across the glass, not always the easiest thing to do, but we'll figure it out. Uh, let's go to the phones and check in with Davy Jones. Hey, Davy, how you doing? Doing all right. How are you?
10: I'm, I feel real good uh, today. Uh, you was talking about uh, Memphis uh, Grizzlies. Uh, I think I don't. I don't know until. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what kind of chances they have to win uh a lot of games until they get uh Jaren back but um uh do you think anybody uh uh besides the guy besides Ja uh do you think there is anybody else on the team that can uh uh do the same I mean do uh uh sort of like Ja you know uh uh scoring and rebounding and blocking shots and everything do you think they can uh, get uh, all the other players involved, like like
1: Ja. Well, I mean, you no, know, because Ja is a special talent. There's not anybody else on that team that can do what he does. Now there are guys that can help out that can do things a little bit differently. Like Desmond Bain is a much better shooter than Ja is, probably because he's one of the best shooters in all of the NBA. So. He's got He's not going to do what Jaw does, but he's still going to be really, really important in that offense. You know, Dylan Brooks, if he, if he does a few things differently with shot selection, he's going to be really important for that offense as well. And if he plays well, um, they're going to have a lot of success. But those guys, the continued development of, of Zaire Williams, I mean, those are those are all big stories this year.
10: Okay. Um. Um. Do you think that since the portal, do you think that um? Since the portal, um, do you think that, um do you think that Memphis has a chance to uh, get even better?
1: Well, I think the youth on their team can continue to improve this year. But, let, look, last year was a really, really good season in terms of win-loss record. It's going to be hard to top.
10: Okay. Um, how about uh, free throw shooting and three-point shooting? I mean, um, John, he was doing real good uh Uh, last year and the year before last, and he was doing real good uh, when he came to the team and everything. But uh, do you think that uh, they got uh, – do you think they have a chance to get even better at three-point shooting?
1: Well, sure. And, again, that'll have a lot to do with not just Desmond Bain because he's already great. And just going to continue to be great. But part of that is just going to do with having a little bit of a better shot selection there for everybody else on that roster. I mean, if Desmond Bain shoots it, you'd almost know it's going in. Everybody else has got to be able to step up a little bit.
10: Uh, 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 um, how about defense? I'm talking about, like, blocking shots. And everybody has a chance to uh, get a whole lot of block shots and everything against their
1: opponent. I mean, the Grizzlies led the league last year in blocks. So, I mean they were they were they're pretty good in that aspect last year. Could they continue to get better? Sure, and, and you hope they do, but uh that's not really an area where they need a lot of work.
10: You know, I I think uh, uh I'm a little bit of a Grizzlies fan, but I uh-huh. um, I'm not really sure how far they're going to get. I mean, because I mean, they're going they can they have, they have the players that can get them they have the players that can get them there, but I I'm, I'm not really sure about the competition that they have to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And it's too early to really know what, what anybody or anything is going to look like at this point in time. I mean, only only four teams have played a game, so we've got a lot to figure out over these next few weeks, David. But I tell you what, we've got we've to step aside for a break. We appreciate the phone call today. All right. Hey, you have a good one. And we will step aside for a quick breather. Phone lines will be up and during the break at 9303776, but we'll be right back after this here on The Ticket.
4: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara.
1: Take that for data.
4: The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
1: Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh no, what's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today, and I'm trying to get set up, but
8: I can't even get calls from the office. Okay, do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay, I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office, and we'll get that app installed. That way you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we used in the office once you log in you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop fantastic now i need to get started working
3: when working from the office at home or on the road spectrum voip makes it easy if you'd like a free demo call 870-454-HELP that's 870-454-4357 or visit us online at calmersolutions.com spectrum voip from calmer solutions cloud hosted high quality voip at the best price
12: The cost of nearly everything is rising, including the cost of borrowing money. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we recommend a strong borrowing strategy as a vital part of every good business plan. Our loan experts can guide you through a great lending strategy to maintain and grow your business before rates rise again. Find the lender to meet your needs on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
13: Now open every day through the 31st, Scared City Haunted House. Ah! Featuring this scary main house and the slaughter shed. Plus, several other haunting attractions. And there's something for all ages this year at Scared City Haunted House. Open every night through the 31st. Find them on Facebook and two miles south of Valley View on Highway 49.
11: Are you ready to get scared? Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. It. Central Ford has brand-new 2023 vehicles arriving now, but why wait? Come in and order your brand-new 2023 right now. Central Ford also has a great selection of free-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at Exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com.
1: to campus, back to class, and back to bid day at Arkansas State. Get all your licensed Red Wolves and sorority gear at Unique, Inc. this year. Squirrel Girls, Panda Pals, Owl Gals, whatever sisterhood you represent. You can get custom apparel and accessories for your big, little, and everyone
12: in between. And don't forget about A-State Game Day with the coolest t-shirts, hats, and looks around.
0: When you think back to campus, think Unique, Inc. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro.
4: Hi, this is Davey Carter. At Centennial Bank, our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, and hard-charging Butch Jones is here. So come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium and go Red Wolves.
3: Centennial Bank,
5: member FDIC. Follow me on a new health care journey full of possibilities experience world-class care delivered by friends family and neighbors right here in your community bringing industry-leading technology to you not the other way around your health record your appointment scheduling and your medications all in one place and your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. do we look at healthcare differently absolutely experience the difference and you will too nea baptist healthcare for the next century
4: Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 930-3776 is the number to call. We were asking you today, we are asking you today, uh, for your thoughts on this upcoming Grizzly season. Can they hit the over on the projected win total of 48 and a half or are you taking the under that question is brought to you by KavanaughCars.com a one-stop shop for those of you searching for a vehicle to buy maybe even looking for a place to sell a vehicle because they do it all again buying selling trading in uh, whatever you're looking to do sales and service uh, all right there for you at KavanaughCars.com Uh, Looking at some other headlines, I do want to make sure everybody's caught up on what is going on uh, for A-State Athletics uh, this week, and not one, but two different players earned Sunbelt Player of the Week honors, or Athlete of the Week honors, uh, since we talked to you yesterday. Uh, The first announcement that came in, Mackenzie Robinson, who was named the Sunbelt Conference Defensive Player of the Week uh, after A-State soccer, was able to go out and get a 1-0 win over Georgia State back on Sunday. It's just the third time this season the Panthers have been shut out. So Arkansas State soccer continuing to play well as they get uh, close to the home stretch here. Uh, By the way, um, A-State does have a a couple more coming up at home just to mark the calendars. But uh, Senior Day is going to be this Sunday, October the 23rd against Southern Miss. So uh, that's coming up at uh, noon on Sunday against Senior Day for A-State Soccer. Meanwhile, cross-country is getting closer and closer to those Sunbelt Conference championships that are going to be coming up, I think, the Saturday after next. And it looks like they're kind of peaking at the right time. Jacob Pyatt uh, was named the Sunbelt Conference Mint Runner of the Week earlier today. He had a really good finish at the Arturo Barrios Invitational last weekend. In fact, he placed ninth overall. Out of a whopping 374 runners, A State finished fourth among 40 teams. So, A State track and field, cross country, still doing all the good things that they've been doing for years and years at this point in time. But we're about to get into some Sunbelt Championship talk that is on the horizon. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun coming up. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. I want to flashback to a conversation that we had earlier in the week where we asked you if you were in favor or against the NCAA tournament expanding. And, again, one of the reasons we ask is because we're starting to see this story creep up more and more nationally. Of course, it's not just the Sun Belt that is having basketball media days this week. They're happening across the country. And Greg Sankey has been making the rounds, talking SEC hoops. And he was just asked earlier today, on the SEC Network about the possibility of expansion. And I'm not going to read his full comments here because it's it's pretty lengthy. And you all certainly know how to use Google to be able to find those for yourselves. But he did give a very, um, I guess, kind of commissioner-speak answer to the question. Uh, the short answer is that he said, quote, I think there's ways for us to think about creating access points that bring more people into the game which I always think can be healthy if done the right way. End quote. That is some commissioner word salad. Of course, he's also said that he just thinks that it should be expanded. So <sighs> I uh, I kind of hate it, and I also kind of feel like it's inevitable. I really hope they don't ruin the tournament. Because again, once it once it gets to the point that NCAA leadership and conference leadership is talking about this publicly, it means they've already had enough conversations about it privately to go ahead and push it forward. I don't know if, if that will happen in two years or in five years or in ten, but it does really look like expansion is coming. And I, I kind of, I, I, I hate. And I know that sounds silly, but you know, access to the NCAA tournament, you've got a situation where about what, like one 20, 18% or so of, of NCAA division one teams make it into that field. And I think that's, that's special. I mean, it's, it's so special still to be able to go and, and win your conference tournament and be able to punch your ticket. And I know that the counter argument is that there are more teams in football that have access to postseason play just in terms of, of percentage. I mean, my goodness, 80, 80 FBS teams participated in the postseason in some way out of 131. So the percentage is significantly higher in football, but yet at the same time, That's not the overall percentage of of football teams that get to play for a championship. Those are just teams that get to experience postseason. If you want just to have teams experience postseason, well, expand the NIT. Or make sure that these tournaments like the CBI or the CIT are actually funded and managed. And people do a good job with them instead of slapping them together and, and always having hiccups along the way in terms of of their implementation but I don't think that's going to be the case I think they'll just say to heck with it we're going to go ahead and expand this tournament and you guys can just suck it up and deal with it that will probably overall be the message to fans here in a couple of years there are other comments that are coming out that uh, about this as as well. So I'm going to try and catch up on some of these during the break because apparently that's been a pretty big talking point at some of these media days around the country. But uh, we'll see if there's more to add to it or not as we step aside for our last break. But uh, we'll be back right after this here on the Workday Red Zone.
4: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network.
18: Don't let your credit stop you from getting your next vehicle. Drive your deal to the max at dealer financing you. AutoMax of Jonesboro. Hi folks, Craig Stone here. If you need to upgrade your ride, don't worry about your past. Come to AutoMax. At AutoMax, we have financing to fit your budget with affordable monthly payments and low down payments. Whether you've had previous bankruptcies, repossessions, or even foreclosure, AutoMax has financing for you. So when the other guys tell you no, turn into AutoMax, where it is our goal to get everyone approved. right back. And at AutoMax, you can buy with peace of mind and knowing that every vehicle sold in-house comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile powertrain warranty. And as always, AutoMax is giving top dollar for trades, running or not, so push them, pull them. Just bring your clunker to AutoMax and drive away in style. So what are you waiting for? Stop by AutoMax today at 3612 Stadium Boulevard. Give us a call at 870-934-9200 or speed up your approval by applying online at AutoMaxJonesboro.com. And hey, we buy cars too, even if you don't buy ours. So if you're looking to buy new, give us a chance to buy yours and ensure you get the most out of your training automax financing you
17: attention shoppers. Everyone's favorite flea market is back this Friday and Saturday, October 21st and 22nd at the Green County Fairgrounds. That's right. The Southern Flea Market, formerly the Memphis Flea Market, will be in Parigold this Friday and Saturday. Open 9 to 5 on Friday and 9 to 4 on Saturday. The Southern Flea Market features all of your favorite vendors from the Memphis and South Haven Flea Market. A $2 admission fee is good for both days. Don't miss out on the biggest bargain and fun. It's the Southern Flea Market this Friday and Saturday at the Green County Fairgrounds in
8: Parigold. Hey, St. Louis Cardinal fans, we want you and your business at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you have property to sell, call me, Angie Gallagher at 870-219-5159 to get your property sold. Cardinals fans are some of my favorite customers. The real estate market is hot and inventory is low from everything selling so fast. Whether you have a home in Jonesboro or Paragould, a farm or ranch, waterfront property, or a country home with acreage in Northeast Arkansas, we can sell it. United Country Scenic Rivers Realty and the Cardinals, now that's a winning combination. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. In football, collisions
3: are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner, so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time.
11: Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. Central Buick GMC is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Buick GMC has new inventory arriving daily, but it's going quickly. Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has hundreds of pre-owned vehicles to choose from. And right now, you can get 0% financing for 36 months on select new vehicles at Central Buick GMC, 2907 East Parker Road, and online at centralbuickgmc.com. See dealer for details.
14: Save $80 on the spot at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase four in-stock Nokian One tires. That's instant savings right now at Plaza Tire Service. No forms to complete, no waiting for a card in the mail. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your wallet with a Plaza Tire Service credit card. Featuring six months deferred interest on purchases over $149 or one of our no-credit-needed financing solutions. For a limited time, save $80 instantly on four in-stock Nokian One tires for your car, exclusively at Plaza Tire Service.
4: You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch. Here on the ticket, Kara and Ryan with you for one more segment. Phone lines open here at 930-3776. Will the Grizzlies go over or under? Their projected win total of 48 and a half. Maybe I should have put you guys on the spot and had you say exactly how many wins. I think that would have been, in retrospect, a better better question. If only I could go back in time a couple hours and change that up. Because uh, the poll today, overwhelmingly in the overs direction, uh, 93% of you. Going with the over, which means a whopping 7% of you going with the under. So everybody expecting the Grizzlies to do, uh, maybe not necessarily exactly what they did last year, but to certainly if they do take a step back, have it be a tiny, tiny one. As opposed to uh, what the folks in the desert are saying here. Again, that's, that is 7.5 wins less than they got last year in terms of where that over-under is set up. We'll start finding out more about the Grizzlies tonight. When they tip off the season against the Knicks, it's 6.30 right here on the ticket. I wanted to stay up last night and watch a little bit of Warriors-Lakers. And I was under the impression that that game started at 9, but that was when the ring ceremony started. That game didn't tip off for forever. So I did not follow along with as much of that one as, as I had hoped. Of course, mentioned yesterday on the show that I was looking forward to seeing Austin Reeves back in action uh, for his second year there with the Lakers. And he played 16, 18 minutes somewhere in that neighborhood last night. Ended up with three points. But the Warriors were able to win that one. And I don't know know what the Lakers are doing. I feel like, one, I feel like that's a very polarizing team. You either love LeBron or you hate him. And therefore, the Lakers that go along with it. But I just, I don't know how that team has any success with Russ Westbrook. I just, I don't. And if you're the Lakers... And he put all that money into LeBron. You put all that money into the other players that he wanted to come in and surround himself with. And you you fail? You miss the playoffs again? Goodness gracious. Now it's game one. There's only 81 games left, so it may be too early for an overreaction. But that's going to be a fascinating, fascinating storyline there. Uh, last night, uh, looking around, continue to look around at what happened on Tuesday, uh, we did see some playoff action. In Major League Baseball. And of course, uh, maybe just, maybe don't go out and and taunt your opponents until you've actually put them away. Josh Naylor of Cleveland kind of learned that the hard way. How had a rock the baby celebration against the Yankees a couple games back, and that did not age well as the Yankees went out and hit a couple bombs early yesterday and just uh, easily were able to get a win over Cleveland and punch their tickets to the ALCS to face Houston. That one starts tonight. Let's go to the phones before we get out of here and catch up with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man?
9: Not much. Um, I wanted y'all to, to on something. JC was talking earlier this morning about Jordan Poole, the contract that he got. Was it thirty million a year for, what, four or five years?
1: I'll have to double-check, but we'll, we'll go with well, sure, and we'll follow back in a second.
9: I'm more... Uh, He's like, you know, I don't see paying that guy that much money. You know, I'm thinking, well, he's going to be the future of the franchise. He's he yeah, averaged 18 points a game last year. He's, he's the he's the he's the future of that franchise. Because Steph and those other two guys are in their 30s.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: I mean, I, he, he's probably asking the question, "Why is anybody paying Ben Simmons 35 million a year?" That's to me, that's more preposterous than, than paying Jordan Poole 30 million a year because Jordan Poole's available and they've won a championship. I mean, what do y'all what are y'all saying with that? I, i pay him 30 million for. I pay Ben Simmons 35 million. <laughs> yeah. What's he done to earn
1: that? I would agree. Uh, Poole's contract is just a, a tick shy at 31 million a year, so four year 123, and uh, it's got several add of it incentives and all that that can bump it up to 140. So you were really spot on with the number there. Um, it, I, mean, I mean, he's out there. He's they know what he's going to look like in the future and and how they can build that franchise around him. As you mentioned, is uh, Steph can't play forever.
9: No, no.
1: But I don't know. Like when it comes to the Nets, I just don't know what they're doing. Period. I mean, that's I don't that's either. it. I I have I have I can't even guess what they're trying to do in Brooklyn.
9: I know one thing. I wouldn't pay Ben Simmons thirty five million, and he's he's not been reliable at all over the past several years.
1: He played. I was going back to look at it. I mean, he he didn't he didn't play last year and yeah, even yeah and, and he didn't play his rookie year and other and yeah. he had you know he played the bulk of the games uh his you know f- the year after his rookie year he played almost every game that season the next season he played almost every game that season but then you go back the past couple of years and I know he's been an all-star and he's had had success but he didn't I mean if you're missing 25 games a season every season at minimum that's not you don't build on that for the future
10: no, I have more
9: issue with Ben Simmons than I do Jordan Poole. Like, like, like I said, you guys, he's uh, he's gonna be he's gonna share that Warriors franchise into the next era, of basketball. Yeah. So, anyways, well, guys, I know you're getting ready to go off the air. I will uh, holler at you later.
1: Okay, thanks, Zach. We appreciate the phone call. And we are we've got about a minute left in the show, uh, before we get out of here. Back to the baseball conversation for a moment again. <laughs> Not a good look for Josh Taylor. Meanwhile, in the uh, first game of the NLCS, Zach Wheeler. Turned in an absolute gem and Phillies are up one or nothing in that series. I, I'm try- I love baseball, obviously, but I, I haven't had much success yet in, in talking myself into these playoffs. And I'm curious if it's just me as a bitter Cardinals fan or if some of you who follow other franchises are kind of in that mindset as well. That might be a conversation uh, we have as we get deeper into the playoffs. You know, particularly once it's World Series time, how much will you be following the World Series if, say, perhaps it's it's Phillies Astros? Does that really jump out at you and get your attention? Or nah? Uh, just about a wrap for us here on the program today. Looking ahead to tomorrow, uh, we'll get a lot more familiar with the Raging Cajuns. It's time to really dive into what they got going on in Lafayette and uh, learn more about them. Uh, Of course, in hour one, Keith Merritt is back with us tomorrow, so we will be big time looking forward to that conversation. Always have more fun when he is here with us. But uh, that's just about it today. I'm just waiting. There we go. Saved by the music. I was like, when is this music going to hit? I'm done with my spiel. (laughs) I'm I'm ready to go. I'm out of words. And we are, of course, uh, saved by the music, saved by the bell. So good times there. Thanks to Keith Merritt for joining us today. Again, uh, always have a lot of fun when he's in here with us. But uh, in the meantime, I tell you what, uh, keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Cade Carlton. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. The Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.